So we have the Cinnamon Sophisticate, the Savage Socialite, the Vicious Abolitionist. Everybody, welcome back. So everyone, uh, welcome to the, uh, for those who are new, welcome to the hashtag Afrosapiofile podcast found on Afrosapiofile podcast network. And here today, we're going to talk about high visible stupidity. The target folks we're going to be talking about are um, Trick Daddy and Little Wayne. And for those who are, who've been living under a rock, Trick Daddy, he uh, disrespected 22 million Black women. All women. Yeah, well, all women, yeah, but yeah. Uh, by saying that Black, like paraphrasing here, but Black women need to get it together because Spanish women and white women are taking over or something like that. It's really all, stupid. All of them hoes or bitches. Oh, wow. Yeah, Holy. yeah white bitches. Yeah. And white then, um, Spanish, for one, Spanish hoes are white. And Lil Wayne, he was uh, asked the question. Lil Wayne was asked the question about Black Lives Matter, and he failed that test. He uh, he stated that he didn't know anything of it. He says that he says why why um I might be paraphrasing here. I don't like listening to the, he is really an ugly and nasty sounding uh, rapper guy person, and uh, he says something about. Don't get it like, you know, something that you're not feeling, you don't get, you know, you don't get into or something like that. It doesn't involve me, then it has nothing to do with me. You're stupid, not you, not the cameraman, but you specifically are stupid if you let somebody else's issues become your issue, if it doesn't involve you. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. So uh, let's begin. Who wants to go first on um? Who wants to go first on who wants you? Who you want to hit first? <laughs> I mean, I feel like they, it, it's it's two sides of the same coin with them. It truly is. It's coonery. It's just. I mean, I'm talking about either one first. I I just trick daddy happened first. Yeah, I would say go with him first because he's just a portion. He's only the majority that he disrespects. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so Ray, what's your take on Trick Daddy? Um, for one, he disrespected all females, not just well, all women and ladies and girls. I guess some people I see now are offended by the word female, but he called. For one, he doesn't know that white and Spanish are the same. And I see that a lot in America. People don't realize that Spaniards are actually which are white people. But he kept saying, black hoes, if you don't get in shape, if you don't do this, if you don't do that. He's making black women nothing but physical. So he's saying, if you don't get in shape and meet this physical criteria, then these other females outside of the race are going, well, these other hoes are going to take your spot, but it's a spot that, you know, if we judge him by the same criteria he's judging us from, looks, but you don't have anybody waiting in line for you, boo. So you can- <laughs> I don't, I don't know anybody dropping draws for him. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know when that, the, the CD that he had was out, but I remember I was I was not even legal at the time. So me in my thirties right now, and I wasn't even legal at the time when he was actually popping. I don't Makes think sense. he's really someone to. I don't think that people would actually walk past him in the street and think, "Ooh, <clears throat> am I good enough? Am I this enough? Am I that enough?" Because he's not anybody that's enough for himself. And that's the thing, these men that don't have shit to offer want to pop off at the mouth and tell you what you need to be to get them. And I'm thinking, fuck, let me do everything exactly opposite because I don't want you. Like, when Lil Wayne was running around talking about he wanted to fuck every girl in the world, I personally was trying to become a houseplant, a light bulb, you know, a piece of lint because I didn't want to endure that. I just, that it wasn't 
it wasn't something I wanted to go through in life. So when these men step up out of their mouths and say, well, you need to do this or else I'm going over there. And I'm like, you know what? I want to make sure you go over that way. Let me just be everything you don't need me to be so that you leave me the hell alone. Um, you know, I feel like with Trick Daddy, I mean, that one CD that he had, which is probably now everybody's coaster, um, mm. you know, <laughs> he wasn't relevant for like, what, 10, 15 years? Like you said, he wasn't, he was popular before we were even legal. Because, yeah, I remember being in yeah. high school, you know, when Nan Nigga came out and I was like, okay. Yeah, I don't know Nan Nigga like you. Like I sure Maya don't. And Silk and Shocker were making songs. Yes! That far back behind. Exactly. Like when we were still making say, um, like, <clears throat> right. It was way, way back then. So yeah. the fact that he wants to come up. And it this meme, too. Movie. Have y'all seen that meme? If a man, if a man is, um, Oh, what is it? If he's loyal to you, then he expects or deserves a freak in the sheet and a woman that can cook and all this stuff. And I think with this sexist mm. ass country, men think that the bare minimum is just to have a little bit of money or not to have mm. sex with a bunch of different people. And all of a sudden they deserve everything from you and you should be doing everything for them when it just doesn't work that way. Like, well, if you're yeah. not screwing around on me, that does not mean that I need to come home, cook, clean, be pregnant, barefoot, doing all this, like, dumb that shit for you. Minimal. I have to agree. That's what you're supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, Right. That, like, that's just, that's the basic shit. Like, my mom was like, I don't know any man that takes the garbage out every day and cleans the dishes, because my husband does that. And I was like, the fuck is he supposed to do? Right, like, you know, I need her to raise her standards. And she was like, I mean, because so-and-so's husband doesn't even come home. Well, then so-and-so needs to leave her damn husband. Like, why are you continuing to open the door when he comes back home? Why are you continuing to cook him dinner without cyanide in it? Because I don't understand how this is happening. So, I mean, but yeah, standards are so damn low that somebody like Trick Daddy has been kicked down the door to tell us, what we need to do with ourselves and there are people what bothers me is there are women that are like well you know maybe i do need to get myself right because you know is you know it's competition no it's not competition because if he wants to be with you know whoever then he's gonna do that regardless of what you do like you can jump through hoops you can you know learn how to moonwalk you can you can do everything i mean you can have an atomic ass like it doesn't matter <laughs> if he wants to go over there that's what he's uh, going to do i want to talk about trick daddy like my trick daddy experience i remember um i didn't you know i i think i do remember that you know you know nan nanny you know song but um, I really started paying attention because I, I never saw the guy's face. I didn't know. Back then, I'm an East Coast guy from Washington, D.C. For those who don't know, Northeast 21st Street. Anyway, um, when Trick Daddy first came out, I, I didn't know because at the time, no one really cared about Dirty South music except for folks from the South that were also dirty. Well, yeah, no, that, I mean, that, that's the like true. East Coast cats, East Coast hip hop heads. It's true. I'm. It's true. Just and um, so when you hear like, no, you know, Nanny, you know, you're listening to their dialects and what they're saying. And it sounds really stupid. Like the lyrics are garbage. The beat sounds like everybody's underarm stink. And it just, ugh. So, <laughs> so, um, so but like by the time it, it got to like the year 2000 or 2000, like it's 2001, he had this album called Thugs Are Us. And he had this uh, one track called I'm a Thug. I and all he said, like the beat is actually tight. So, so at that point, his uh, production got significantly better. And um, but he kept on saying, "I'm a thug the whole damn time." And and, and at that point, you know, I'm I'm, a, I'm an adult. I'm a young adult. I was in the military. Uh, I was in Germany at the time. So I'm, um, I'm looking at this dude. And I'm like, man, this is an ugly ass motherfucker. Yeah. This guy's ugly as shit. Yeah. God damn, this guy for a man who disrespects so many black women. I'll say that he isn't even a third of me, but after looking at him, he's not, he isn't, he, is, he might be a turd of me. I mean, cause this guy looks like shit. You know, and, and tell him nothing, that's but, confidence. At the time he was, you know, he was young, you know, um, now <laughs> since he's disrespecting black women, 
he's old and he looks nasty and crusty like he has carved face and it looks like he eats eats like bloody steak and shit I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing what you doing what you doing disrespecting yeah, black got, women the principal women women that dance to your stuff I knew so many, so many black women that went up to the club that got went all out on his stuff, and it's like, why are you dissing these? Sh- this is your lifeblood here. I but heard- the problem is that he's got an audience. There are black men out there screaming the same thing. I could mention somebody that both you and I know, Johnny, and that person's probably like, well, yeah, he had a point, and I think that's sad. Mm. Um, because I mean, he basically said what he knows so many black men wanted to say, unfortunately. Yeah, and that's why, yeah, was, anybody who had an issue with this probably didn't watch my video or they're single and ain't got no man. Yeah. It's one of those things. Oh, that's what he said, like, those very stereotypical thing. Whenever he came back, he didn't apologize for no apology. He said, Anybody who has an issue with what I said, they are probably bitches who didn't even watch the fucking video that I said, that I made, or bitches that can't get work with man, and they're just bitter and lonely at the house. Right. Anytime somebody has a rebuttal for some bullshit, all of a sudden we're haters. And I'm like, who's hating? Hating would imply that I wanted to, you know, be in his good graces, or, you know, I was bitter about not being in his good graces. I'm so okay with that. I'm the okayest of okay with him not wanting anything to do with me. I'm cool. Great. All I know is that that was one ugly dude. Like he's one of them bamas who like his breath stain. You ever seen somebody? And you're like, I'm sure his breath stain looks like, like his breath stain. Yes. He looks, like his, he looks like his breath stain. Like any H word he says. Long time. So it's probably rotted away off that weren't already. He looks like he licks the undersides of New York City sewer rats. I mean, he just, just breath, just, I just, I wouldn't even stand and talk to him. I mean, like, I would love to to flesh this out with him. I really would. But that would mean maybe standing in a room with him. And when you look like your breath smells that bad, I can't. I can't. Man, I, I thought I saw like two flies like crawl out his mouth with no wings when I when he made that video. Cause he looked like his breath like it stinks that bad. Dude looks like, like he has halitosis in his esophagus. Like, he, oh, like a breath man Leprechaun can't even cure it. <laughs> he needs yeah. bleach. Leprechaun and candy hand candy man had a baby and left him at the fire station. <laughs> 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 But um, I I mean, people like that. I mean, they got an audience. They they definitely people that say shit like that. They have an audience. I think we know them as the most cooning dudes in all of America. You know um, that it's just it's it's bothersome that they they come out and they say these things. And you know when when the more intellectual of us attack them and like, yo, what are you doing? All of a sudden, we're called bitches, hoes, haters, and everything else. But then when you have these little tap dancing ass people that will go and agree, you know, then then you just infiltrated, you know, another generation with your ignorance. Like, great. So, and the beat goes on. The thing that really blows me though, like since you mentioned Coonan and stuff, a lot of people like to make this um, house house Negro to uh, field Negro analogy, where the light skinned folks are usually the house folks, which is true. Then you have the field folks who use their dark skinned cats, which is also true. And it's supposed to be like the dark skin youngins is like the realest niggas and shit, you know, the realest, the realest of the realest period. And the light skinned cats are the ones who will be cooning the most. Me, I know that, I mean, since I know the history of black people, um, for the most part, you know, a lot of our stuff is still hidden. I do know that, um, that it was like a give take equation for the house, house Negro, because when, um, when the master, when the plantations got burnt down, the house got burnt down, it was the house, it was the house, uh, slaves that did that. So I do know that um, that there there's this significant resistance all throughout these plantation you know plantation environment within um, American slavery. I already know that. So a lot of this shit's already kind of false. But for this this mythology, I'm noticing modern day is that you have a lot of these super dark skinned niggas. They're the biggest fucking coons, and they these light skinned youngins are the ones that go to, go the hardest 
against the system. Well, that's because light skin folks, they're um, more expected to be soft and well, the right. So we always have something to prove. And we have something to prove. And then the darker folks, they have more to actually prove to white folks so that they can actually be seen as so they uh, live. <laughs> so you don't don't yeah. get lynched. But basically what I got out of that house thing is just don't trust light skin people. So <laughs> But it looks like I mean, I'm not seeing Colin Kaepernick looking as youngins wilding out saying dumb shit like Little Wayne and, and Trick Daddy. You know, and I'm like, I mean, I'm a mid-complexion black dude, but for most part, folks will register me as dark skin. And um, I'm like, but I'm looking at this shit here. It's like, we're all the dark skin youngins who's not cooning. Like, you know, two tops, two, 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 like, you know, like a diumvirate, like a, not like a dichotomies, right? You have Colin Kaepernick, you have Cam Newton. Which one's light, which one dark? Light skin one is Colin Kaepernick. Dark skin youngin is... Is Cam Newton. Which oh, one's cooning? Cam Newton. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Are... It's like there, there's um, like other football players. The bigger skin. you are, the harder you fall. The bigger you are, the harder you fall. The dark you are, the harder you coon. You look at Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Who's he? In that light, in the respectable light. So it's easier for someone to give you a little bit of respect, a little bit of money. And then you'd be like, right. Hey. Yeah. And you're like, like Ooh, hey. you know, they put me on. I got to, you know, I got a cool for them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Where is he at? He's light skinned. Speaks real, speaks hard, real and hard as shit. Look at Shaquille O'Fucking Neal. Coonan. Dark as a motherfucker. Coonan. My heart. Yeah, it, it's just. You know, and I, I guess I never thought I'm about sorry, it like that. It's, it's, it's really, it's, 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 it is heartbreaking. Yeah, it is heartbreaking. I mean, I believe, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. And if you get yourself in this position of fame and you've got some fortune, you've got all this stuff, you've got all these resources at your fingertips and the world is literally listening to you. Don't mm-hmm. fuck it up by saying some dumb shit like, you know, Lil Wayne fired his publicist after he did that interview, kind of segueing into him. Why didn't you but stop you said me? it, like, you know, and I'm like, uh, so what are they supposed to do? Tackle your ass? Like, because apparently they sent all these letters to, um, you know, the network and they were like, hey, whoa, stop. You know, don't do that. But I'm like, but you said it like you you meant it. You sat there and thought about these things. Like, you know, I don't know whether he was high off that cough syrup. Or you know, what. Was- yeah. Yeah. Um- one more before we actually go into the real topic. Um, Mahmoud Abdul Raouf, light skin, real. Michael Jordan, coon. That, that's all I guess. I'll leave it alone. That should be another. That's another topic in itself. People have it harder than us, though. You say what? If the darker you are, dark skin people have it harder, and they have to work their ass off further and right. further and harder and harder just to get there. And then once they get there and they get a little bit of money, a little bit of popularity be up there and to be able to look down on everybody and they put it in their head that it's not about race it's about money it's about this and if I could do it then anybody could do it because they had to work harder than what the rest of the lighter people had to do so it's a lot easier who now than it is for light-skinned people who are sitting there stuck in the middle and seeing both sides of the story and then well you're pretty for a dark for a, a black guy a girl you're good looking or smart for a black guy. Uh, you're not really dark. You're not really black. You're not really this. You're not really that. So you're sitting here stuck in the middle. So it's ask yourself, you ask yourself more down. questions about life. But the darker you are, the harder it is for you in society. So once you get to this peak that other people aren't at, the majority of your people, then it's easier for you to tune out and be like, well, fuck y'all. Y'all weren't. I can't. I can't do it. About here, didn't do this. It's a lot easier. I mean, I guess I'm registered as a a dark skin dude, as a darkie, but I I can't, I can't, I can't pull that shit off. I can't, I can't, I can't engage in dark shit. Yeah, I'm not dark, dark. I'm, I'm, I'm bright skin brown. I'm mahogany, mahogany skin black dude. But man, they need to get the the paper brown bag full. So (laughs) it is a lot easier. I actually deleted someone today because. Because of this, because she's like, I've been called a nigger. I've been called. I saw that joint, and and she's like, but my light skin never got me no privilege and this and this and that. And I'm like, 
really? People are so quick to deny that shit. But I guess I've been followed by the cops my damn self. I've been searched by the cops my damn self. I've been called cops have been called on me several times for me not doing a damn thing. But I have light skin privilege. Right. Most fucking death. And that's the thing. Like, just like why like, I don't yeah. have money. And all those people on her post were like, yeah, this is bullshit. You don't have light skin privilege because black is black and black is black bullshit. We are That's, literally- I mean, black is black, black, but light skin privilege does exist. Right. And, and colorism is- Colorism, colorism is, is a cousin is of racism. I mean, it's in our yeah. own community. I mean, like people are treated differently, you know, let alone by, you know, others, but just within your own community. So, you know, people always talk about house slave and field slave. And I mean, yes, the point is that they were all slaves. I mean, let, let's just be very honest. They were all slaves and sl being a slave was not a good thing, but we cannot deny that the people in the house were treated better because of their proximity to whiteness literally, you know, just like physically, like they look whiter. So, you know, there was that. Yeah. And, you know, for people to deny that, I'm like, you got to look at it in the context of how white people deny white privilege. Mm. It's there. It hurts to think about. Like, it, it really hurts me to think that somebody who is darker skin is going to be treated worse than me. And I'm like, but but why? Like, we're both black. Part of that denial is, is a defense mechanism. You feel better in life. Right. And, and that's the thing. Like, not, not a problem. That's why we have to get away from the denial. Like, you got to embrace that shit. And then, you know, I always ask, well, OK, what's the next step? So once I don't deny it, what's the next step? Um, like the Kinfolk Collective page, she was discussing that a lot. Um, colorism and she was like you know here y'all come with y'all light skin tears and I guess I'm like okay so you sound angry now that I've admitted that I've got this light skin privilege and that I don't um, I don't have any issue with anybody dark skin I mean like you are who you are whatever if you're an asshole you can be any shade of asshole but my question to her is what do we do next where do we go from here so once I've admitted the privilege what would you like me to do I mean yeah yeah, there's some people out there who um want to like you know uh, burn burn everybody down. But um, before we do that, I want, like since you mentioned denial, I want to I want to bring up Little Wayne. You know, um, Little fucking Wayne, Little Wheezy, Young Wheezy, Little Wheezy, where the fuck you? Oh, once again, Wheezy and baby, arrogant East Coast hip hop enthusiast. This guy, Little Wayne, first came out. I saw like a, uh, it was like an album cover. He had his arms like this. He's like bare shirt. He's like a little kid. You see like the little white crust of deodorant on his ar armpits and shit. That man's look nasty as fuck. And at the point, at the time, it's like the Dirty South was establishing their uh, identity. And it's like, I'm like, ugh. And all these guys use like uh, these low budget looking diamond crusted name tags on their uh, album covers. It looks so low budget like. Ugh. You know, and, and then, then I saw this young man. That was the shit. Another ugly ass, ass, little ass dude. And at, at the time, he's um, some cash money. And at the time, Juvenile, another member yes. of uh, the cash crew, was a dude mm -hmm. that was in front. Juvenile was like, in East Coast terms, he was the method man of the uh, cash money crew. He's he's the guy. He wasn't the leader of the pack, but he's like the Wolverine. Not the leader of the X-Men, but the face that everybody that stands out the most. So at the time, like late 90s, Juvenile was like all over the fucking place. And he really wasn't that bad. So I heard Lil Wayne, he was like total garbage. I think the story is Lil Wayne took some college credits or some shit like that. So by the time it got to like, say, 2000. 7, 2008, he got good, you know, got Mrs. Officer and all this other shit. Little and Wayne, he was, um, he was out whenever he was like, way, way, yeah, yeah, he was, he was like back when he, back when he had a deodorant, the white crusty deodorant on his fucking eyebrows. He find his young age. Yeah, he had some good music back then. It just got more uh, popular. Uh, I don't like you know, whenever you get more popular, you become more pop. Euler, mm -hmm. but yeah. he was good. But he was a cokehead back when he was fifteen. So they used to make the low budget films and stuff like that with him and 
all these people, like all this down south and the project pet top drop, top drop. Mm -hmm. Like they used to do all this stuff. And then him and the guys and all this stuff, they'd have these low budget films and pretending to beat up people, but they'd be all like high the whole time, just mm -hmm. Like yep, his whole block, entire life, he's been one of those popular like rich kids. I don't ever think he wasn't high. I mean, he's high. He's always been high. Always. He's just found new. All right, so his whole brain the, is on. The joint I'm talking about, the album cover I'm talking about is called Lights Out. So that was his second album he made, his sophomore, his sophomore, uh, his sophomore album, which is interesting and, and strangely ironic because he's he's been a sophomore ass wipe ever since. So, um, you know, I don't really, I never liked little, I mean, like, I like the Carter three, but I never, I mean, he's not a guy that I follow because he's from the South. He doesn't sound like me. He sounds, he talks. Well, See, I'm from the South. Like so I, I'm a little I like T.I. I love Andre 3000 and Big Boy. I you do know, love them too. But, but They're it's popular, like, like but, Mr. You know, like Mr. Lucci and. All these people, like, we had a lot of freaking talent down the South. And he happened this to be that. This becoming a that little group. hashtag Black Oscars episode. <laughs> they just had my, to pop up. They were like the Destiny's Child of the girl groups in the South. Like, they just right. happened to. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. And it just popped off. Little Wayne. Um, it was very difficult to he heard over the chopped and screwed scene and all that stuff, and they happened yeah. to be able to do that. Yeah, little Wayne. I mean, though, I think they took limited resources and did something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah that they is pretty garbage. beast. They were good. They just, I mean, they went over the um, the uh, like they trumped Master P and Mystical and Mia X and all these people that once they were battling it out, and then it kind of went to this whole like. Scene, yeah. So Little Wayne was the shit back then, especially being fifteen, right? And young, and you know the baby mama and all this stuff, like this new stuff going on. It's not that he was garbage; it's just that he became garbage because he became like mainstream bullshit. Right. Yeah, I always think Little Wayne was the whole time. Yeah, the little rich kids, and he was like basically the, the ratchet Paris Hilton, right? Like, not that she's not ratchet, <laughs> though, but, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was um, just that. Yeah, um... You always got money, best drugs, and then your brain is just... Man, I dry. bet Little Wayne is more vagina than Paris Hilton. Oh, my God, he's more imaginated in his soul than Paris Hilton ever would be. Shit. Um, Little Wayne... When I, when I saw that video of Little Wayne... Everything that I don't like about an ignorant black dude is what I saw. Now, if anybody wants to call me an arrogant asswipe, because I'm I, I like wearing the button ups and ties and I speak relatively articulate and all this other good stuff, you're right. You didn't kiss my ass, but you're right. Now, going back to <laughs> going back to Little Wayne, it was uncouth, furrow, garbage ass motherfucker like there's everything about him i didn't like i didn't like his body language you know he's all like he's like his body language he, he looks like, like a roach like, that had been sprayed with raid yeah he looks like a fucking roach that just got sprayed with raid you know what raid is a, a nerve agent you know anyway there you go. um this youngin is like his 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 body language and stuff and you know i just don't like it, it looks really it looks ridiculously ignorant like how can you follow this guy? And then after what he said, how can you follow this guy? Uh, I, I, he looks super ugly. He thinks that racism don't exist because and he's told a story about some white dude helping him out. So white I person helping me out all this goddamn time doesn't mean racism don't exist. There's people being people lynched out in these streets right out here. As a matter of fact, I saw, I mean, I, I thought I saw this young, um, like shout out to my homeboy, Sean Scott, who might be a future guest on this joint. Um, he, he had a video up on his Facebook joint talking about uh, another black woman being, being shot up by cops. But Lil Wayne thinks this shit don't exist. He thinks that that you know obviously she must have done something bad. Right, it's done something wrong. Like Sandra Bland must have done something wrong. 
she deserves to die based on what Lil Wayne is fucking talking about. And here's the thing about Lil Wayne, with his needle dick, ugly ass, Luigi noodle neck having ass, no chin, Luigi looking ass motherfucking ass. When, uh, <laughs> when O'Reilly demonized millions upon millions of black youth, he invoked Lil Wayne's image. He said, they can't read, they're not that they're, they're lazy, can't find jobs, and they have tattoos on their foreheads. Who is that? Okay, let's play a game. Who has tattoos on the forehead? Little Wayne? Yeah, yeah. Raise your hand, Little Wayne. It's you. The fuck out of here. You got this fucking, you have this, this bigot on Fox News who invokes in your image, demonizing all black people. You think racism don't exist? There's people being shot and killed or uh, being judged as thugs or, you know, which is the code word for uh, white folks, code word for nigger, you know, uh, and then get shot like Jordan Davis did. I think that was in Florida, you know? So it's it's like people are dying, literally, perhaps literally dying. Listen to this idiot, his music. I mean, if you think someone's a thug or whatever else, who's list, who's music? I mean, is looks it sounds more ignorant. Um, to live qualities, oh my 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 music box, uh, Camp Low, uh, Sky Zoo, De La Soul, or Little Wayne. More likely to get and Trick Daddy is more likely to get a nigga shot than the shit I listen to. So it's like, how in the how in the but out of all the Majority of what we're actually going out of all the colors in the electromagnetic spectrum, out the fucking blue, why would you come out like that? I mean, <laughs> I'm pissed. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Lil Wayne. So after Hurricane Katrina happened, he was all about helping out his fellow man down in New Orleans. And that was mostly black folk. For real, for real, he was helping them out because they were black. And I feel like he was at a point in his life where he recognized that he was black and, you know, he hadn't gotten into all the other shit that he was into um, or that he's now into. So he was a little bit more humble now, like you said. Um, he's got that good money, got them good drugs, and has lost his ever-loving mind. I don't know if he ever had it, you know, to where we're concerned, but he's he's really gone off the damn deep end. Um, like he said something about dark skinned women at some point. And I'm like, I'm like, do you see yourself? Like, you're not exactly, you know. Yeah, and, and I mean, I've looked at look, his daughter had a super sweet 16 special on MTV, and I'm like, Where's her name? Like Ray Janae, something like that, whatever her name is. Um, and I'm looking at her and I'm like, she's not exactly light. So you say these things about about black women and, and dark skinned women, and you're basically turning to your daughter, looking her in her beautiful little face, this pretty little girl, whole lot of weave, a pretty little girl, um, looking at her in her face and telling her, You are not enough. You will never be enough. You know, do whatever you because can to get a man. Yeah, while it's tragic that he says this in proximity of his own daughter, all the other daughters across America, all across the world, that's receiving the same message from this fucking asswipe. Yeah. And Trick Daddy. He runs full circle. And Trick Daddy. And these 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 mammas make me fucking sick, man. I like these these are two rappers I never really liked or respected. And it's and, and they give me more ammunition to to, to, to punk them, you know, I mean, total garbage. But they don't like themselves. Absolutely whack. They don't like themselves. Like, we don't like them and they don't like themselves. Because well, they can't because, I mean, if I look like a little Wayne, I would, I would, I would gargle broken glass and jump out off the highest, out the highest window. Well, if I look like little Wayne, I would like, man. But would, money, would, money has made him confident as a motherfucker. So he feels dome, like, like like he can just come out and say these ridiculous things I mean, like and what so money has made him very fucking confident or just not give a damn 
And, you know, he's risen above the racism because, you know, he has a couple dollars in his pocket. Same thing with Because he's doing. known, you know, like, and, and, and that does not, that actually, um, it actually magnifies racism, you know, because at that point you have this thing called uh, black exceptionalism or um, the black best friend syndrome, which I wrote about a while back ago, where, you know, you're, if you're the black best friend of a racist, they don't, you know, a, a total racist, they don't sit there and think, you know what, not, maybe not all these folks are bad. Maybe we need to like, you know, chill out with the racism shit. They're more like, you know what, every black person needs to be like you. Right. So they hung, they bunker down and harden up on their racism because now every black person has to be like this elite, uh, super rich dude or super smart dude in my case or like whatever else. Right. So that's what that's what that is. Like, you know, use Obama for an example. It's like every black dude needs to be Obama, you know, based on the Obama standard, you know, and it's right. it's pretty whack because the um the home dude, the white home dude who was jive racist at the time, he he got a whole lot better. He 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 saw the light eventually, but but at the time, it's like this right here. Um anybody who's black, you know, anyone else. They are held to my standard versus any white friend he has. They're held to no standard. All his right. white friends, his white friends can range from total and absolute fucking bums, meth addicts, and all this other shit, while all his black friends are like me. Super smart, like good looking, dress well, hold their own. Like it's like it's it's almost like uh it's almost like Jackie Robinson when he first joined baseball. That's not equality. Equality is when the first bum was able to exist in a national baseball league. You know what I mean? You know, the first black bum can exist and just totally suck. That's equality. Have all right. Where you can, as white you, you can be as great as, you know, white people, or you can or you know, suck, suck as, as bad yeah. as some of them. Right. Like being great is one thing, but why do I have to jump through hoops and, you know, and, and, and you know, climb mountains and shit? Like, why can't I just be me? Well, the same piece of bread that the average white dude gets. Makes no sense. Yeah. Shit, man. I remember Hollywood, uh, one of these, one of these Vox or now this, or one of these video making folks on Facebook, they did one trying to talk about um, actresses and actors in Hollywood. How uh, Empire, I mean, I guess a lot of people like it. I don't watch it. It's like the highest rated uh, TV show. But Terrence Howard and uh, Taraji Henderson, she, uh, they get paid significantly less than their white counterparts yeah. who who don't get the same numbers they do. Viewers I mean, they do. Taraji P. Henson just came out with a book and everything. Henson, I mean, yeah. she's she is... She's on top of it. She's on fire. And I'm like, why isn't she being paid more? Like, there's so many people that just connect with her. She just, she resonates with a lot of different people. So the fact that they don't want to pay her like she's worth something. If I were her, as soon as that contract was up, I'd be gone. Yeah. I mean, I know it's it's hard to be a black actress. Hey, what are your thoughts, uh, Ray? Um, if I was her and Light Bright that I don't like, um, <laughs> I would actually walk away during same thing like a football season. I would do my kneeling. Say, if you're not going to pay me as if I'm a white person, I'm not going to bring in this money as if I'm a white person. And I would just leave hmm. it at that. All right, so you know, I... I like a black person if you want to, but I'm not going to do shit for you. I take, it that you I take it that you don't like Terrence Howard. No. Why? We'll, we'll, we'll elaborate on that one. He's a prick. He's uh, a bit of a douchebag in real life. He is. Yeah. And he's an awesome actor. He's just like J-Lo. Like, I like your acting, but in real life, if I ever got a chance to meet you, I would kick you in the balls. Or hmm. punch you in the... You know, like, uh, when it comes to Terrence Howard... And I might have to like, you know, the uh, somewhere in December, because I, I do a, like a black Oscars episode every like once a month. At least I try to um, usually it has, uh, you know, another another set of folks, you know, a bunch of black nerds, me, um, Jerome and uh, 
you know, Okami and all them guys. But I'm about to do do one with y'all because um, one of my favorite Christmas movies ever made is uh, is Best Man's uh, Christmas. Best Man's I've Holidays. I've never seen that. It's, I meant to see it. It's it's so good. It's so good. It has That's comedy, so drama. It's a very holistic movie. And when I saw that movie, um, I, you know, I realized that when it comes to Terrence Howard, and, you know, sometimes we don't like to be typecast, you know, but typecasting is something enjoyable for the viewer. He His best role is a lovable... His, his, his best role is a lovable, light-skinned asshole dude. And he reprised yeah. that role that made him famous, i.e. best man. Um, I think he was also in The uh, the Wood. Was he in The Wood? Mm-hmm. Was nah. he in The Wood? It's the other one. He was one. in... Uh... The best man. He was in Dead Presidents. But, you know, the lovable asshole. Um, the first best man movie. And it was... I could have sworn it was another, like, you bro know, movie. I don't like him because of something I saw in Tyra Banks. Or he's like, I will never date a woman or take her seriously if she uses my bathroom and does not use the baby wipes. Oh, somebody, you know like, what? Somebody what? said that shit. I was in a group and I was like, you sound fucking stupid. I mean, it was, what you worried about what she got? I mean. And then to know that he was beating his exes and stuff, just like right. stuff. I'm like, dude. Damn, he, he was beating his ex because they wasn't his baby wipes. That's, that's, that's mad whack. With Brian McKnight over that. No, I like, thought with Brian McKnight. He, he forces baby wipes too. No, when Brian McKnight did that thing, um, let me show you how your pussy works. That's when I was done with him. I had so much respect for him until he came out with that damn video. Let me show you how your he pussy works. I didn't know he whooped ass. Yeah. See, all like, kinds he of bad did shit. That give off this. This good vibe of this being ladies' men, they be beating the shit out of females. Yeah. So is Karen Howard. Yeah, um, like wife beating, something that I'll, that I'll never engage in, at least hope I won't. You know Not what I mean? Not if you want to like, live. Yeah, like that's that's some very vulgar shit. Like you have to relive with yourself after the fact. But, I mean, um, there's, there's so many folks who've done it, like say James Brown. Big pun. There's so many folks, and it's like it, it's it's so painful, especially when you like you have these heroes like James Brown. Make mistakes, but if you're in the limelight, then people don't get over that shit. But see, here's That's the thing too. That's a good way. Like beating your spouse is a good way to get dead. Um, so childhood friend. Um, or like this family used to babysit me and everything. And the older son, apparently he got with this girl and he thought, you know, he was going to whoop her ass a couple times. So she was like, no, sir, don't think so. And he got dead. So can you imagine being the mother of this, this guy that, you know, was killed because he was whooping this girl's ass. Like nobody's really having too much sympathy for you because your son whooped this girl's ass and she had to defend herself and that's how he got dead. So, you know, I always think, what about the mothers of these wife beaters? Like, what were they like? Because, you know, they were probably, yeah. And and they're asking that kid, just like Chris Brown's mom. Right. Chris Brown. And that's a sad thing. He's, oh my God, I I think if anybody ever really wanted to just do a study on him, like write a paper, write a fucking thesis on him, that would be something I'd love to read. I mean, he's a very interesting person. Like he's not just cut and dry crazy. He's like so, he's so young. It's nuances to this. He is the standard, like mental illness. You watch somebody beat the shit out of your parent, you swear you're never going to be that person, become that person, you hate yourself after the fact, you start doing a bunch of drugs, and then you try to change after a kid pops up and comes along, and then after that, then you know, it's one way or the other. 
I mean, but that's something that we have to, I think overall what I'm hearing is that we have to hold our entertainers to a better standard. Like you're not just who you are on stage. Like, you know, Trick Daddy isn't just, you know, mad nigga. He is this man that came out and said this crazy fuck shit. Lil Wayne, you know, isn't just hollering about Mrs. Officer. He's the man that came out and said all this fuck shit. Chris Brown isn't just, you know, Mr. Let's see who can run it or whatever the hell he said. Um, We do that though, but they don't do that with their own people. Like Steven Tyler and um, what's that guy's name? The one that David Bowie actually, yeah, they were pedophiles, and not only were they pedophiles, but they were not secret pedophiles. They no, it was way out there. Oh, I'm fucking open, but that's because you know white white women don't have the same power that black in, in the white community that black women have in the black community. It's not even about it. It's just the fact that black men, I mean, white men don't give a shit, and white women don't either because they're like, eh, whatever. She obviously right. wanted it at 13. Right, at and 13, you can make that decision. But then whenever, it, it's like you see the Bill Cosby difference, like with the grown-ass, grown women groupies versus the David Bowie and the 13-year-old groupies that were out in public and they were making out kissing and drugging and doping. and Like Joni and the, whatever they're called, Joni and the Jets. Like, there were certain people and certain groups of people out there at 13, 14, 15 years old and doing the same shit that Bill Cosby's people were doing in their adult years, and there's a big difference in how we treat them and how we label them. Right. It's disgusting. Which is sad, because they're just, they're just having a good time. I mean, that's just, oh, you know, youth is wasted on the young, and they're just having a good time, and... Then, you know, we have, and I'm not saying that anybody should be forgiven for that. I think, you know, anybody that sleeps with a 13-year-old and is not 13 themselves um, needs to be fucking crucified. Mm-hmm. What if they was 14 years old? I mean, you know, they don't need to be fucking no way. Let's just be honest. <laughs> I was joking. Yeah. You know, um, had a whole biography about how they felt fucked up and it fucked them up for years and they got over it. And they think they got over it at like 50, 60. Like, this is some real damaging stuff as a teenage child. And the difference between, like, even with, like, I think the only black person I know that ever could get away with some shit like that is R. Kelly. Like, we still, (laughs) just because of his talent, he has so much talent. And it's like, are we going to... Aura is getting away with everything. We had an ma- amazing episode with uh, Malcolm Bevel on, on uh, R. Kelly on Afro Savior Files. Pretty, it was pretty awesome. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good one. I mean, yeah. I look at I look at R. Kelly and I'm like, yeah, you're talented as hell. But even with video of you know and like proof, then you have people telling so well, that little girl was fast as hell. She was 14. I mean, some grown man takes an interest in you and, you know, maybe if you won't raise right or, you know, you you don't know to be like, yo, fuck you, then you, That's you not do the first that. Time. It's like an ongoing thing. Like, didn't he just get engaged to like a 19-year-old or 18-year-old? Aaliyah like, was 15. Yeah, like not only that, but, that you know. And it's an ongoing yeah. thing and we keep on giving him this like uh, like the song, uh, some a lot of these songs and shit he made. He was he's dropping all these breadcrumbs of pedophilia. You know, uh, we me and, uh, me and me and me and Mal- Malcolm, Malcolm me, me and Malcolm, we were like talking about that shit on on that old episode. You know, uh, it seems like you're ready. It's not something you say to an adult. It seems yeah. like you're ready. And that's that's something you say. And that's not something you say to an adult. You know, someone is like your age and your age group. It's not. Um, another one was she's got that vibe. That's not, you know, and then like, you know, and in that song he says, "Cute little Aaliyah's got it." He says that in that song, and then in the uh, back of it ain't nothing but a number, but you just sitting there like, and no, see that's no, the thing on the album cover of Aaliyah. That he's in the number, number. He's in the background. Yeah, that's like the cover. Like he's his meat to like Sesame Street fucking porn. Like it's gross. <laughs> like it's nasty. But that's yeah. the thing when 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 it came out that he 
was married to Aaliyah when she was 15 and it had to be annulled, not divorced, annulled. Like this shit just never happened. I don't know why it was so fucking hard for people to believe that he did this shit with this 14 year old. They were like, well, I mean, maybe it really wasn't her in the video and maybe she looks hella old and she was being kind of fast. They had every fucking excuse in the world. And I'm like, you are really doing some fucking reaching. You are fucking stretch Armstrong this shit because there's no way like the proof is right there like there are papers drawn 40 year old black women you think 40 year old black women are 20 years old but think a 16 year old black girl is like 25 like stop no this this is what you do this is what you do if you think if you're if you're a grown-ass this is a public service announcement from johnny silvercloud if you think if you are a grown-ass man and you think that that girl is uh in her 20s or whatnot Here's one check you can always do. You only have to check her ID card. Look at the back of her neck. No, no, you look at the back of her neck. The back of her neck has that dark, like it looks, it gets kind of dark in the back of her neck and all them baby hairs in the back of her neck. You know that girl, young as fuck. She ain't no Shut adult. the fuck up. Shut the nah. fuck up. Nah, I'm serious. Like, if you, like, if you, like, you see like the back of their neck, it look kind of dark on how the hair tapers down their neck and shit like that. That's a little ass kid. Get the fuck away. You want you want to see nothing else? Just walk off. So you need I have sent dudes to their house and shit to go get their ID. I have actually ID men, grown ass men. Like I don't have an issue with IDing grown ass men. <laughs> All right. But you know, let's bring this back. Let's bring this to a close here. Um trick daddy little Wayne. And this is this is good enough to be a, a hashtag Black Oscars episode. I'm kind of torn between making an Afro Sapiophile episode or hashtag Black Oscars because we talked about a lot of entertainment here. But anyway, um, we're gonna bring this one to oh. a close. So, what any are there any final thoughts on Trick Daddy and or Lil Wayne? Who wants yes. to go first? They yeah. are basically. The male version of that Azalea, Azalea Banks or whatever. Oh God, that thing! Azalea Banks. You have so much. You got so much animosity towards your own people that you're trying to take it out on them, and you're trying to like put other people on a pedestal that have already put themselves on pedestals for the last four or five hundred years. So it's pretty sick and disgusting to watch, no matter what angle you're watching. Like fuck, little Wayne. There's no excuses. You can't say, oh, I was I was angry at her for, you know, asking these questions about my daughter. Bitch, when's the last time you spoke to your daughter? And do you know her from the last, like, 12 bitches that you got fucking pregnant? No. Like, shut the hell up. Y'all nasty as hell. You're fucking shady as hell. Stop trying to make excuses for other people getting up into your feelings or you getting in your feelings over other people and then trying to put all your people under the bus. Right, bitch. Yeah. That's basically. I I, I think we just got to hold our entertainers to a higher standard. Um, But at the same time, I don't think that Lil Wayne should be asked these questions. They were looking for him to be ignorant. That's the thing. That that was just like, let me see what this ignorant asshole is going to say. It's not like he hasn't said anything ignorant before. They were like, I want to see how far this ignorant shit goes. That's like me Black asking. Lives matter question. Yes. Let's that's like me asking. That's like me asking somebody's child about architecture and shit just because they live in a fucking house. Like, why? <laughs> why, why? Why would you do that? Why? Why would you? Why would that be a thing? So I think about it in those terms. And, you know, as far as Trick Daddy, that that's walking self-hate right there. And, I mean, I'm not going to pick on the man's face because he has lupus. I but will. everything else about him, everything else about him, he got a whole lot of self-hate. And if anybody wants to know what self-hate looks like, he's the embodiment of that. And, and I feel like he needs he needs a hug. He needs to be loved. He needs somebody to have told him it's okay to be dark skinned. You can even celebrate that shit. So um, again, just hold our entertainers to a higher standard. They're not just who they are on stage, on the screen. They are more than that. They have thoughts, opinions, and feelings. They should learn to shut the fuck up. They don't. Um, but when they don't, you know who they really are and you know who you should actually support and who you shouldn't. I agree. Um, 
I will make fun of Trick Daddy. He looks like his dad was a trick daddy. <laughs> looks like a trick or treat. A whole lot less treat and a whole lot more trick. <laughs> this guy is, this is the ugliest dude. <laughs> First of all, this is like one of the ugliest rappers. I remember this one Dirty South dude I never heard from again. His name was Miracle. That dude does not look like one. Ugliest shit. Mm-hmm. Trick Daddy is the one who's a little more famous and he's a self dude. I'm like, you know, it made me stare. Like, he, he made me stereotype Dirty South motherfuckers. Like, are all y'all ugly? This guy is an ugly ass dude. I'm sorry. I mean, forgive me, but holy shit. This guy is ugly. Like, oh, damn. He has lupus. Oh, you yeah. want sympathy? You're ugly. You're still ugly. Not only that, but this character is ugly, man. Um, to yeah. sit there and and uh, anathematize and execrate 22 million black folks. That's like black women. So we're like 44 million folks in the United States. Black women. Um, it, it really, it really bothers me because me as a man who who is a little bit more educated in um, the black feminist ways and everything else, a little more acceptable inter, intersectionality taking place here um, as the vicious abolitionist goes. I I, I feel so. It's so frustrating to see black men continue to do this shit. And I want to uh, end their lives. If I had it my way, I would be a terrorist and I would kidnap him and shoot him in the back of his head on on YouTube. Damn. Like, hey, this is gonna be, this right here will be, this is an example or any other black motherfuckers or any, any, any motherfucker, white, black, Lithuanian or Chinese, disrespect black women, this is gonna happen. I would love, I would love to be that guy. But, but mm. I can't. I, I can't. That's. I that's just want to be a laryngitis. Resources are not in my favor. So, but I don't. I, I need to learn to be sober for a week. Let him really feel what he's going through and what he's putting up. And then I would give him a pussy. I would, that's, I, I, would, I, would, I would love to give Trick Daddy a pussy. Make him look just like he does right now with a vagina. He knows. I mean, well. He, <laughs> I don't want him to be the same thing. He's an ugly dude. But anyway, um so <laughs> Lil Wayne. I uh there's a couple of songs I like he he has, but I never really liked him. He has a really raspy voice. He sounds like the dude that you just don't trust. You know, like the guy that looks at your car a certain way. And it's like, okay, now I know I can't park here. Uh, I'll just uh, drive around the block till you're gone. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah, it looks really good, man. You know, his body, his body language, I totally dislike. Like, you're the dude that I, that I will want to beat up. I, I, I want to beat, I want to fight you. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want, I want Bone to send you to meet your dome. And go down. That's what's gonna take place. I, I really don't like Lil Wayne. I like his character, and not only that, but I I've given the Dirty South a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of uh, bashing here. You know, I love Dirty South act, um, rappers, and so I love uh, much of Dirty South hip hop. Now, especially I'm an older man, um, but you look at someone like Ti, he has all the traits that I typically did not like back in the day, but he's still likable. You know, uh, he's still you know workable. He's growing. He's growing. Yeah, he, he did a he did a um, a video. He's trying to reverse what racism look like upon white folks, maybe so they can get it. You know that that level of creativity. Where is it? You know, and he and Ti's not even. He's not a prolific rapper. He's not. He's not the Talib Kweli dude. But to see a rapper, a uh, materialistic rapper. You know, engage in um, having a song, at least, at least maybe one, one or two songs an album, talk about some real ass shit. I dig that. That's all I ask. I don't. I'm, I can't look for that for Little Wayne. He like he's on O'Reilly's side. He's over there with the with the conservative motherfuckers who who use this image to demonize black people. Mm, Fuck yeah. you, Little Wayne. Fuck you, Trick Daddy. That's all I got to say. That being said. That is this show. So uh, it's about that time. Thanks for joining us. 
Before you leave, if you like what you heard, click like and subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you go for your podcast. Do not let this be the last time you he- we hear from you or you hear from us. Follow us on Facebook, Afrosapiophile. If you want to be heard, you can always leave a voice message at 202-854-1996. That is 202-854-1996. Last but not least, be sure to check us out on afrosapiophile.com for everything that is us. This is Johnny Silvercloud, so brother than one of kind. I was about to sign out, but also um, be sure to check out uh, Ray Rivera on uh, YouTube there. And uh, hit us up on um, on uh, Twitter whenever you can. This is Johnny Silvercloud signing out. Peace.